All right, Andrew, listen, thank you. I do want to try and get back to Simon Marks, who's who's in Washington, D.C., joined by a host of people on the line there. Uh, Simon, you were telling us more about what Joe Biden's been saying. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, Tom. President Biden, as you know, is at the White House. He has now wrapped up a phone call with Western leaders, including the Prime Minister. It lasted 80 minutes, and it is absolutely clear now that we have not heard anything from him personally since Friday as a result of a deliberate strategy. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki asked today about Vladimir Putin's decision over the weekend to order his nuclear deterrence forces on heightened alert, insisted that President Biden is not going to be goaded into a war by the Russian leader. We've seen this pattern from President Putin over the course of the last several months and even before then, where he manufactures a threat in order to justify greater aggressive action. He has never been under threat from NATO, from Ukraine, from any country. So what we want to do right now is reduce the rhetoric and de-escalate. And what about the idea of a no-fly zone over Ukraine? President Volodymyr Zelensky has told the website Axios that if the U.S. wants to save Ukraine, it's time to stop Russian bombers from being allowed to take to the skies above his country. But again, Jen Psaki says the White House is very wary of that. It would essentially mean the U.S. military would be shooting down Russian planes. That is definitely escalatory. That would potentially put us into a place where we're in a, a military conflict. It was only a matter of weeks ago that a Russian fighter jet came within five feet of U.S. pilots in the skies above Eastern Europe. The White House, for now, is a no on a no-fly zone, but will be aware of the crushing impact that Russia's aerial bombardment of Ukraine could still have in the days ahead. They will here be encouraged by what they've heard economically from Russia today. A run on the banks there, a collapse in the value of the ruble. The country's central bank offering interest rates of 20% now to anyone crazy enough to invest. But again, today's latest pictures of Vladimir Putin meeting key members of his economic team and keeping them at the end of that ever elongating Kremlin table is raising fresh questions about the extent to which the Russian leader is approaching any of this in a rational frame of mind. It is not clear that we'll hear from the president today, but we will definitely hear from him tomorrow. He's making his State of the Union address up on Capitol Hill tomorrow night. And Tom, the crisis in Ukraine will provide the dramatic backdrop. Live from Washington, D.C., Simon Marks reporting.